You're listening to Food for the Future on 980CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, home economist and host of Food for the Future. Today, we return to the quarterly series, What's in Season? We'll discuss healthy holiday eating as part of a flourishing food system at home and beyond for the entire human family. It's my pleasure to introduce to you Brooklyn Buckley, registered dietitian. Welcome, Brooklyn. Thank you so much for having me here today, Peggy. Such a pleasure to have you. Brooklyn, there's a lot of food and nutrition information available from a range of perspectives. Now, you're a registered dietitian. How did you become an RD or registered dietitian? My journey to becoming a registered dietitian actually started at Nipissing University. There, I studied biology, but I was taking a nutrition course as an introduction, and that really gave me a taste for what the field could be. I then attended a lecture series that had a registered dietitian as a guest speaker. They really inspired me to join the profession. So after I graduated from Nipsing University, I attended Brescia University College to obtain an accredited undergrad degree. From there, I moved on to the University of Guelph, where I completed a Master's of Applied Nutrition, which also had the combined internship program which allowed me and gave me the qualifications to then write the national licensing exam in order to become a registered dietitian. Wow. So a lot going on, a accredited university program, an internship, you also have a master's degree. So really um, barriers to entrance that there's a lot of um, training and expertise that goes in. And as you said, you finished your internship. So you're licensed in the province of Ontario, a regulated health profession. So that's really uh, quite a dedicated journey. And Brooklyn, where do RDs get the nutrition information that they use in their profession? This is a really great question. And as part of our education, we actually developed a lot of the skills to navigate the amount of nutrition information that is available, because as you had previously mentioned, there is a lot of nutrition information available. Um, But through this training, we're able to recognize credible, credible sources. So there is a variety But as a dietitian, I'm able to discern what information is applicable in practice and different sources of information can therefore come from scientific journals, databases, webinars, and also through collaboration with colleagues who may be experts in other areas of practice. So furthermore, dietitians are able to access nutrition information through a variety of sources, but we do have the skills to navigate those sources appropriately to find the credible information and pull that out. But also registered dietitians actually do also work in research. So they're actually at the forefront of gathering and discovering the nutrition information that not only drives this profession forward, but also our understanding of nutrition for everyone. 
So real food and nutrition experts, a long journey in education and uh, accredited programs and a professional college that is monitoring standards and ethics and accessing evidence-based information from a variety of sources that you mentioned. So really information you can trust. And I think that that's very important. And you had mentioned not just the information, but the skill set the RD brings or a registered dietitian brings to help discern and apply in the appropriate circumstance. And that's, I think, really, really helpful and very, very needed today. And how can listeners access reliable information about nutrition and food? This information can be accessed through a variety of different media, but going to the experts is the number one thing that anyone could do. If you're able to seek a registered dietitian, they are available through um, telehealth. You can call into telehealth. They are also available at health units, community centers. Loblaws has dietitians now, as well as Shoppers Drug Mart. So there are experts in your community that are ready and motivated to help you. Registered dietitians are also creating a social media presence and are developing a lot of resources such as books that are available for purchase or resources for the general public. So really looking to making sure that you are getting your information from an expert, whatever that media you choose, whether that's from the internet or calling a registered dietitian or picking up a book, making sure it's from a credible source and they're licensed to speak on that topic. So really looking for that registered dietitian or RD designation. And you mentioned a variety of media, which I think is wonderful, particularly the books. What a wonderful holiday gift to be able to receive a book written by a registered dietitian and a great way to um, celebrate the new year as well. Today, we're talking about healthy eating over the holidays, Brooklyn. And first of all, what is healthy eating? This is a very excellent question, and it is a very hard question to answer. In general, eating healthy means eating a well-balanced variety of vegetables, fruits, whole grains, and proteins on a daily basis with recommendations of limiting highly processed foods and making water your drink of choice. However, in Canada's food guide, eating healthy is also recognized as more than the food we eat. It's also where we eat, why we eat, when we eat, how we eat, and with who we eat. So there is a lot of different components that goes into what constitutes as healthy eating. And I'd also like to acknowledge that health is very individualized and it depends on the individual and what health looks like for them at a specific point in time. So unfortunately, I can't give a blanket statement Um, because it is such an individual thing. And that's really good advice because we sometimes think in absolutes or extremes. And I think it's a much more balanced view that you're giving us and that we're going for more of a healthy pattern of eating, but even that is individualized. And so we all like our various treats over the holidays. And why do the holidays present challenges to healthy eating for all members of the family? Healthy eating over the holidays can be challenging because you may have increased access to certain food items or proportions of food items that we wouldn't normally consume on a regular basis. This can prevent challenges in terms of the relationship with food or in terms of your health motivators and keeping on track with 
an eating pattern that you have established already. So this is what um, can be challenged to healthy eating over the holidays. Okay, so there's uh, a lot of uh, stimuli, our favorite foods, uh, things we only get sometimes a year, there's a lot of celebrations. And so we can find ourselves in a situation where it's not that we aren't eating something because all foods fit um, healthy, it's that the rate and pace picks up over the holidays because of the celebrations and because of the access to things. So we'll talk more about that after the break, but before we do Brooklyn, I'd love to know what's one of your favorite holiday meal traditions. Um, one of my favorite holiday meal traditions is I do really value having conversations at the, the dinner table and really reflecting what we've gone through the past over the past year as a family. That's something we tend to reflect on more over the holidays. And I think it's a really nice tradition to keep those conversations at the dinner table during those times. How nice and creates a pleasant environment for the food and the setting, the time of year to look back at all of our accomplishments and forward of all that we're hoping for and, and want to achieve. That sounds like a great tradition. Mine is uh, very similar, but I also love the little Clementines. They're out in um, everywhere. And I love that we can get them generally at this time of year. After the break, we'll hear more from Brooklyn Buckley, registered dietitian about healthy eating over the holidays. This is Food for the Future, and I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, home economist. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, home economist and host of Food for the Future. The show today is part of the quarterly series, What's in Season? We're speaking with Brooklyn Buckley, registered dietitian about healthy eating over the holidays. Brooklyn, the holidays are here and we all look forward to special and seasonal treats that we only have around this time of year. And Canada's Food Guide acknowledges the important role of food during the holidays. And it seems like a contradiction, healthy eating in the holidays. Can they go together? They can definitely go together. Eating seasonal treats are maybe a part of the cultural and traditional aspects of the holiday. And that is important to overall healthy eating. And there is definitely opportunity to make sure that we're getting a variety of nutrients still throughout the holidays and eating in terms of your own hunger cues and your own health at that given point in time. So really listening to your body, you had mentioned your hunger cues and also we respond differently to different foods and really staying focused on your own personal experience, what your body's telling you, what your, you know, makes you happy and what, as you had mentioned before the break, kind of brings the family together or the household together or friends together. Uh, I think that's really good advice. And I think that it helps keep a uh, balance in mind when we're thinking about holidays and eating and Canada's food guide offers healthy eating suggestions. How can these be incorporated into meals over the holidays? When we're talking about meals in Canada's food guide, Canada's Food Guide offers a great representation of a plate where half of the plate is filled with fruits and vegetables. A quarter of the plate is for our protein sources, and then the other quarter of the plate is for whole grains and our grain products. Keeping this plate method in mind during the holidays can be really helpful in terms of making sure that you're getting enough nutrients and um, protein and, and carbohydrate distribution to make sure that you're getting what you need to feel great and to continue feeling great throughout the holidays. 
Uh, there also might be opportunities to, to take, to use the plate method if we're talking about like a traditional turkey dinner where we have a quarter of the plate with turkey and um, we might have a whole grain bun and maybe some mashed potatoes and then having our steamed vegetables as half the plate. That's okay. what it might look like. Really, really good suggestions. So the plate method. So getting uh, a visual, if you go to the Canada's Food Guide website to understand sort of that balanced, healthy eating, um, we look only at foods where we need to get vegetables. We know that we need to get um, uh, grains. We know that. But when we put it all together in an integrated perspective, like the plate, we are all generally sitting down to a plate that it is very helpful visual and reminder of we can still enjoy the holidays, have a wonderful time with our friends, veggies. Um, I know recently we started making our stuffing with um, half whole grain, and then we started migrating it to about 75% whole grain. And now we just use whole grains and we love it. It's delicious. It's um, almost nutty, I think. So there are really interesting ways to integrate into our uh, holiday favorites, things that are healthier options. Fantastic. We hear a lot about mindful eating when eating over the holidays. And what does this mean, Brooklyn? Mindful eating means paying attention to the food that we're consuming, but also taking our time to eat and enjoying the bites that we're having. And furthermore, really paying attention to what our bodies are telling us. So if we're listening to our hunger and satiety cues, if we can picture a scale from one to 10, where one, we're feeling really, really, really hungry, and starving, and it's uncomfortable and 10 being extremely full and stuffed and almost painful. If we're thinking of our hunger and satiety cues on that scale, there is a sweet spot between three and seven where three is you're ready to eat and seven is you're satiated and you're full, but not so much so that you're starting to feel a little bit uncomfortable. So really paying attention to what your body is telling you and keeping that in mind while you're eating so that we're not restricting ourselves or restraining ourselves to a point where we're getting really, really hungry and not overindulging where we're also feeling uncomfortable because the holidays, while there is a really big focus on food, there can be other things happening in the holidays like activities or games or interactions with family members where we don't want to be feeling uncomfortable. So making sure that we're staying within that sweet spot can help make you feel good to continue on throughout the events and the holidays that you're, that you will be attending. Really, really good advice. It's so simple. You just pay attention to what your body is telling you. And you had mentioned that sweet spot between, you know, um, hungry and can eat and, you know, full and staying away from the extremes. I think that's really, really very easy to follow advice. So thank you very much for that. And do you have any other additional tips for listeners about healthy eating over the holidays? Another tip for healthy eating over the holidays is that incorporating fruits and vegetables and whole grains can be a really fun experience and something that you share with your family members. It's a really great time to develop some food skills. There can be recipes like um, adding cinnamon to carrots, for example, which really gives a, a holiday kind of spin to carrots and can be a fun recipe to try. I encourage people when they're thinking about healthy eating 
to really explore the positives of what that can mean and what they can discover through that. Wow. Really, really great advice. I really want some cinnamon carrots now. Um, (laughs) We've been putting some of the warmer spices in sweet potatoes and squash for a while, but that absolutely sounds like it would be wonderful with carrots. What a, what a great tip. And before we go, Brooklyn, I'd love to know what is your favorite holiday food? You actually had already mentioned it. I absolutely love stuffing and we only have stuffing over the holidays. So it's one food that I really look forward to. Wonderful. Well, what a great way to kind of round out our dialogue today about mindful eating and not depriving, but just listening to your body, enjoying the the seasonal foods and uh, everything in moderation. And also that there are a lot of activities going on with our families and gatherings. And so it helps balance out maybe some of the um, types of foods we're eating or maybe how much we're eating. So that's really great advice. And is there any final message you'd like to share with listeners about healthy eating over the holidays? Um, the final message would be to really pay attention to what health means to you and, and where you're at in terms of your health and your relationship with food and keeping that in mind throughout the holidays and not feeling like you have to go outside of what you're not comfortable with. Really, really great advice. So very simple and realistic things. Um, listen to your body and understand your definition of health and going from there. So fantastic tips today, Brooklyn. And I just feel delighted and um, really happy out of our conversation today to know that registered dietitians are helping us understand nutrition across the life cycle, and especially during the holidays. And thank you very much for sharing your expertise and passion with us today. Thank you so much, Peggy. It was really wonderful to have you. Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking with Brooklyn Buckley, registered dietitian about healthy eating over the holidays. Each week, we leave you with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about, how could your family make one change towards healthier eating over the holidays? Something to do, go to the Government of Canada's website to find Canada's food guide recommendations for healthy eating over the holidays and special events. Next week on the show, we'll return to the monthly series, City Farming. We'll discuss composting and managing food waste with Jay Stanford, Director of Environmental and Waste Services at the City of London. I'm Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist, your host, and you've been listening to the weekly show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our platinum-level sponsors, Burnbrae Farms, Eggs for Life, and the Middlesex London Food Policy Council. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday at 8.30 on 980 CFPL and 980 CFPL.ca.